Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Ronnie. So, Brittany, you live in a city, right? I do. I live in Arlington, Virginia. And I have never been there, so I don't really exactly know what it's like. (laughs) But do you drive a car most places or do you live in a walking community? How do you typically get around? I don't even own a car, so I walk everywhere. You don't? Okay. Okay. Um, So if you walk everywhere, do you – what do you like about the fact that you don't even own a car and you walk everywhere? What do you like? What do you not like? I don't have to pay for it, which is great. Okay. That's going to be anything. I don't like driving. Um, I'm not a very good driver, so it just makes me feel better not being on the road. Um, so everything I do, like doctors, work, everything is in like a mile radius. So I walk everywhere. I get exercise. So that's really nice. Now, I do have to Uber places a lot, which can get very expensive. I probably spend several hundred dollars a month on Ubers, but it's still cheaper than owning a car. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, like, I like walking. It's nice mm-hmm. to just put my headphones on and kind of zone out. So all in all, would you say that if you, you know, in the future had a, cho- I know you're there for your, your work and everything, but if you had a choice whether where to live, would you prefer to live in a place where you walked everywhere and didn't own a car? Or would you prefer to live in a place in which you did have your own transportation and, you know, your own control in that transportation? I've actually not moved. I've been wanting to move to Austin and I have not moved because I don't want to have to get a car. So that's oh. <laughs> yeah. So walking is a really big, important thing for me. I like walkable cities. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's great because this topic is going to be great for you then. (laughs) So uh, what I want to talk about is this new idea that I've been hearing a lot called 15-minute cities. Have you heard of those? I have not. I've never heard of that. Oh, you haven't. Okay. So uh, I'll tell you what what that is and then um, we'll talk a little bit more about the whole walking and city thing. But so what 15-minute cities are is it's a concept that – Everything that someone would need, every resource that they would need would be within 15 minutes of either walking or biking. So um, it would be honestly kind of a massive government central planning of everyone would live in these communities in which they could get everything that they needed just, you know, without even having to own a car. So here's my question for you. Um, I'm curious. What What are your thoughts on that? Like your initial first thoughts, how would you feel about that? I mean, that's kind of my life now, right? So I, I really like it. Um, that's It's so convenient for me because even if it's cold outside, I feel like you can pretty much tolerate anything for 15 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've just learned to bundle up if I need to. So, I mean, I like that idea. That's very, that's very aligned with the way I live my life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it's interesting to me that your first thought was only about the weather conditions of – uh, I hate being cold. <laughs> Unless it is 75 degrees outside, I am bundled. In fact, someone at the grocery store made fun of me. They're like, is it cold outside today? Because I was wearing like a, a hoodie and then a big coat and a scarf and a hat. And I'm like, it's like 55 degrees, which is not super <laughs> cold, but it's too cold for me. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually interesting because so I, you know, had lived in Los Angeles for a while, which Los Angeles is what the second biggest city in the U.S. So, I mean, it's enormous. Is but- it Really? I, I think so. I think it's New York and then Los by Angeles. Po- by population, you're oh, saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. Although probably. I, think Texas, I thought Texas was first. Am I with, wrong? With um, city sizes? I might be wrong. I'll, I'll look it up while you keep talking. Okay. Uh, but even living in such a huge city, you know, Los Angeles, nobody walks. Everyone drives. Actually, yes, isn't that so 
It's so I, weird because I thought about moving there too. And I'm like, I can't because I don't want to drive. <laughs> yep. You would have to drive all the time. But there's, there's a famous song. I don't remember who sings it, but it goes, nobody walks in LA because <laughs> no one walks there. Um, so anyways, on the surface, like you, Brittany, uh, the idea of 15 minute cities sound like a good idea. I like walking. I don't really bike, but I would like the idea of biking. I like getting exercise. I like being outside. I like the idea of knowing your local community and building the local community and, um, you know, getting things from your community. And so I can see why the idea of 15-minute cities sounds really wonderful when you first hear it and why people typically are you know, completely on board with the idea at first, as Brittany, you uh, demonstrated. You were right, by the way, uh, New York and Lo- – it goes New York and then Los Angeles. So. Okay, cool. What was number three? Was it in Texas? Number three is Chicago and then Houston. Oh, got it. Okay. Number four was Texas then. So uh, 15 minute cities with all things I tend to be, you know, the devil's advocate that questions. So I started thinking about it a little bit more and thinking about these 15 minute cities. I realized that there's actually a lot of cons to the idea too. Um, I, I mean, here at Title Twins, we typically will question things that involves more government interference in our daily lives. And the idea of these 15 minute cities, unlike say, where you live, where everything kind of developed organically that way, um, you know, or spontaneous order developed that way, um, the way that these 15-minute cities would be planned would be with government central planning. So would be like, this is how we're going to develop these cities. This is how people are going to live. This is all the things that are around it. Um, you know, then people don't need to own cars, and then they're not putting out emissions, and you know, all of all of those things. So here's a question for you. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but so you don't have a car. What happens if you need to travel outside the city for something? I, I You're going on vacation to somewhere. What do you do? Oh, if I'm going on vacation to somewhere, I mean, I'm usually flying. So mm-hmm. that's, that's well, not Well, once you get there, I, I assume you like Uber places? I just Uber places. Uber's mm-hmm. so convenient. I mean, if I have somebody I know who lives there, they're going to pick me up. So when I'm in Utah, they'll pick me up or I'll use my parents' car. I do drive a little bit around Utah because mm-hmm. my parents don't drink coffee. So if I want to get coffee in the morning, I have to, <laughs> I have to drive <laughs> somewhere. Some- yep. So usually Uber has just made it so convenient. I will take cabs on occasion, actually, because mm-hmm. they've started becoming cheaper than Uber, which makes me really sad. Um, do you ever so travel yeah. out to the, you know, you know, outside of the city, like where you don't have to fly to, but, you know, just an hour outside of it or something and go out there for anything? You know, I never have. Um, I have traveled. So like one time my work flew me to San Diego. And since I was already in California, I wanted to go to Los Angeles. So I took the train. So I took, because that's oh, like fun. a two hour trip. And mm-hmm. I had to take like three different trains because there was a sinkhole the day before. And so the train <laughs> track wasn't there. Um, but no, I usually stay... I mean, Austin's a pretty like spread out city and I go to Austin frequently. So like I'll just have to Uber. But um, yeah, I Uber most of the time mm-hmm. everywhere. I don't rent a car. Interesting. OK, so uh, I mentioned that I've lived in Los Angeles, but that was a driving city. But I've also lived in more rural areas, which is where I live now. And one of the things that I've noticed is that people who live in cities where everything is shipped in, they don't really realize where all their stuff comes from. Now, they might have an idea of like, oh, yeah, I get my food from a cornfield or there's a cattle range and that's where the beef comes from. (laughs) They have no idea of the actual process that goes into producing all of these things. They just expect that, oh, I want something. Oh, it just shows up. So in a way, this makes sense considering that we talk a lot about emergent or spontaneous order here at Tuttle Twins, you know, that no one knows 
how a pencil's made, so it can seem normal to not know where your food is produced exactly. Um, and that, you know, you don't have uh, at least an understanding of, of where everything comes from. But when you don't have an understanding of where things come from or an understanding of parts of a system, it leaves you at the whims of whoever is providing those supplies to you. So if we think about this in terms of pencils, because we're all familiar with, uh, you know, the miraculous pencil story. Um, yes. How do you trust the person supplying the rubber or the wood or the paint supplier to deliver the goods? What happens if they don't deliver? What What do you do? Well, probably you can choose another supplier because you would have the option to. But the difference between something like, um, say, a 15-minute city that's being centrally planned is, yes, everything that you need might be provided to you within a 15 minute radius. But what if you don't like what is being supplied? What if you want something different? Do you have the option of going outside the city to get something? Now, it might sound easy right now to say, oh, I can just ship that in. But if your 15 minute little community is being controlled, will you have the ability to ship things in? Or will you be limited to only using the things that are inside this 15 minutes? Now, I realize that I might be sounding a little far-fetched here, but um, for example, let's there's this uh, let's take Oxford, England, right? So I recently found out that they are implementing this thing called traffic filters, which are meant to limit traffic in certain congested areas of the city during certain times of the day. So what they're doing is they're installing traffic scanners that scan your license plate and you're not allowed to go into a certain area, into a certain, into like a certain what? part of the day. And if you do that more than like 25 times a year or something, then you get fined. So now right now, this concept is just limited to, uh, you know, like a congested area. Something like this is entirely able to scale slightly larger and saying, oh, you are not allowed to travel. You know, we'll scan the ID on your bike or something. Um, and, or on, you know, we'll scan your phone that you're carrying around as you're walking and you're not allowed to go outside of this boundary. And if you do, we're going to know about this. Uh, and so when we talk about like the concept of the 15 minute cities, again, the difference would be, of course, is that these would be centrally planned and the residents would be, you know, expected to stay within these bounds. Whereas for you, you still have the freedom to go wherever, wherever you want to. You have the freedom to get supplies from outside of it. You have the freedom to move if you want to. You do not have to stay in this walking city if you want, if you don't want to. You can buy a car. We're um, not being told that you can't. So anyways, I just think that the 15 minute series was, was interesting. I think it's actually part of the like the World Economic Forum. So I'm sure if you start doing research into it, you'll, you'll stumble <laughs> into them. Um, so I do think that there's ultimately benefits to walking cities, to 15-minute cities. I admit that I was drawn to the idea at first. Um, but something like that could only work if it was a result of spontaneous order and not as a result of um, central planning. So that's my thoughts on it, at least. No, I mean, that brings up some really good points. That Oxford thing is real scary to me. Yeah. You talk about like freedom of movement is really important, being able to go wherever you want. So that scares me for sure. Well, very interesting topic, Ronnie. Thank you. And guys, until next time, we will talk to you later. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.